Thank you for tuning in to Timely and Timeless Truth Podcast with Danny Varghese. We hope and pray that you will be blessed by the hearing of the Word of God. Here's Danny Varghese with today's scripture meditation. Today we will look at Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Let me read it for you here. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. This is a passage that is familiar to a lot of people. It is a portion of scripture that we have probably memorized. It is a portion from which many have given sermons. At first glance, when we read these statements, we may want to ask or say to the writer this way, if only you knew the circumstances of the situations that I am in, then you certainly wouldn't be able to say such statements, such bold statements. Let us consider where Paul is at this point. See, Paul is writing this particular letter to the church at Philippi, to the believers at Philippi. And where is he writing from? Why is he having to write a letter to them? He's currently imprisoned. He's currently under house arrest. And the only form of communication that he can have with the churches with the believers, is through a letter. And the church at Philippi is one of the first churches that he has established. And he wants to communicate something to them while in this state of imprisonment. He writes a letter of encouragement. He encourages them, saying, do not be anxious about anything. Notice the words that he uses in that first statement, do not. It is not just a suggestion. It is not just a passive statement. It is in command form. It is an imperative statement. He says, do not be anxious about anything. Then he uses a simple word. He uses the simple word, but, B-U-T. That's the first simple word that I want to point your attention to. First, he offers a statement in command form. Do not be anxious about anything, but anytime we see the word but, we immediately know that it is about to replace or negate or substitute something that has already been said. So what is coming up? He says, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. He says, instead of being anxious, instead of worrying, do something else. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus says this, Do not worry about tomorrow. And the word worry there means to choke, to strangle. If we were to apply that meaning to this particular context, it would read this way, Do not choke or strangle yourself about anything. But instead, do what? He's saying, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. So instead of being anxious, he's 
encouraging the believers to do something else. Before we go any further, I want to bring your attention to a little bit of the structure in those verses. If you notice, the first part of verse 6 is about anxiety, right? It says, do not be anxious about anything. And then the second part of verse 6 says, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. That latter part of the verse is about prayer. And then in verse 7, if we read it, it says, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. That part is about peace. So there are three parts in these verses. There is anxiety, there is prayer, and then there is peace. I'll come back to that a little later. So here is Paul saying, Substitute your anxiety with prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. What is prayer? If I asked you what prayer was, you could easily define it. I could give you a definition of prayer. We all have been asked the question, how do you define prayer or what we think prayer is? But let me ask you, what is supplication? How would you define supplication? It is not a term that we normally use in our modern day language, but what does it mean? Because Paul just does not say prayer, he says prayer and supplication. Supplication means to plead humbly, to entreat humbly before the Lord. Prayer is a form of communication that we have with our Father, with God the Father. And supplication goes a little deeper. Supplication is kneeling before God the Father and pleading humbly for the request that you have before God. Not only does Paul say with prayer and supplication, but he says by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Why is it important to have thanksgiving along with prayer and supplication? You see, we are very quick to complain, to demand, to both men and to God. But we are very slow to be thankful to both God and men. And so here Paul draws us, calls us to do something that we don't normally do very easily. But that is very necessary to do. Why is it important to come to God by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving? What is thanksgiving? What do we do in thanksgiving? It forces us to think about what to be thankful for. To whom to be thankful. In this case, I believe Paul is calling us to consider, to reflect on what God has done for us in the situations that we have gone through, in the circumstances that we have been, and how God has brought us through His faithfulness that has brought us to this point. And so when we consider, when we reflect His faithfulness in that way, then all we can do is be thankful. We give, we offer thanksgiving. In Psalm 91, it says this, Your faithfulness is a shield and buckler. What does that mean? It means that when we consider God's faithfulness, not only can we be thankful now of that faithfulness in our lives, but His faithfulness now acts as our defenses against the hard times 
of our lives. And so Paul is saying here to come to God by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Not only that, thanksgiving enables us to offer our prayers and supplication with expectancy. In other words, when we reflect on what God has done, on what God has provided and how God has led, we can be assured of this fact, and that is, God will provide, God will lead, God will calm, God will give us peace. It gives us expectation now, based on what God has done. And so he's saying, come to God with prayer and supplication, but not only that, come to God with prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Make your request known to God. He does not say that it's wrong to make requests known to God. In fact, he encourages it. But he encourages it by saying that thanksgiving, very much vital part of that. Our prayers and supplication become more earnest and more sincere. What does he say next? He says, And the peace of God. Again, let me point out to you the second simple word that he uses, and that is the word and, A-N-D. These small, simple words, though they are small in the number of letters it has, it is significant because it changes the direction, it shifts the tone of what is being said. Here it says, when we substitute our anxiety with prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, there is something that will happen. And that's why there is the word and. There is a fruit that you can expect. There is an effect. And what is that? It is not just a statement of sequence. It is the statement of result, the fruit. And the fruit is simply this, and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding, will guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. The peace of God. It is not just any peace. Jesus said, Peace I leave with you, but it is not as the world gives. It is the kind of peace that does not fit our finite minds. It does not fit our comprehension. It is not something that we can quantify or explain away. It is a peace that surpasses all understanding, which will guard our hearts and minds. Why is it important that that peace guards our hearts and minds? Because often in times of anxiety and depression and panic, our hearts and minds get out of control. And so here, Paul adopts a term from his situation, his context currently, where a prison guard is probably guarding him and his cell or his space to make sure that he is where he needs to be and does not escape. And so he adopts that term and he says, just as though a prison guard guards a prisoner, so the peace of God will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. What an assurance, what a result, what an effect. Notice here that the first part of verse 6 is about anxiety. The second part of verse 6 is about prayer. And the third part, which is in verse 7, is about peace. I want to link them together a little bit here. 
What is in between anxiety and peace? What is sandwiched in between anxiety and peace? It is prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Think about a bridge. What does a bridge accomplish? It helps us transport from one side to the other. It helps us transport things from one side to the other. And so here Paul says that prayer and supplication with thanksgiving is a bridge that enables us to go from one state of mind to another state of mind. In this particular case, it is the state of mind or it is the state of anxiety to a state of peace. It is the very bridge that can help carry us from where we are, this anxious position, to the state of peace that passeth all understanding. How beautiful is that, is it not? Paul, who is imprisoned, is able to say such words of encouragement. Why? Because his hope, his contentment is in Christ Jesus. Nothing else matters to him. He counts everything else as loss. He counts the resources of this world and the materialistic things of this world as nothing compared to the glorious riches in Christ. And so he says, do not be anxious about anything. He encourages us to utilize this weapon of prayer. He tells us, he encourages us that prayer is the remedy to anxiety. Prayer is the solution to the anxiety. Prayer is our weapon that we ought to use constantly and regularly in times of difficulties. So let me encourage you as Paul encouraged the Philippian believers, and encourages us today to not be anxious about anything. You and I both go through times of anxiety, times of fear, times of despair, times when we do not have the answers, times when we think that we cannot take another step. But let me encourage you, as this has encouraged me, to press on in prayer. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Let the word of God be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Have a blessed day. May God bless you.